ישראל, Israel's Medical Cannabis Podcast, with Khalid Ngur and Narkis Tesler. Good morning and welcome back to Cannacast IL. Today we're hosting Nir Peles. He's a board member and founder of Cannasure, which is one of Israel's leading licensed producers. We'll be discussing some unique medical products that Cannasure is developing, and I think it's going to be one of our more interesting talks. Nir, welcome. Good morning, Nir. Good morning. How are you? Good. Can you please tell us about Kanashore activities? Okay, well, Kanashore is a pretty unique company which is doing significant R&D and innovative one here in Israel based on heavy industrial operation which we build and includes vertically integrated operation. Now, maybe I should tell what that is. We are doing indoor cultivation at aeroponic systems at a fully controlled environment. We are running processing for both uh, flowers and tinctures based on industrial and farmer level. We have significant QA checking various toxins and molecules in the products, and all that is being launched this month. Yet simultaneously, our R&D, and I guess that's the reason you called me in this morning, is focusing for the 2021, 22, and onwards, and is far ahead of the tinctures and the flowers. So sh- should I elaborate on that? Uh, yes, could be great. Super. So what we are doing here at Kanashur is actually developing based on, let's call it the Israeli ecosystem of innovation, standardized products, which answer to the following. Safe, consistent, stable, with the look and feel of pharma products, which doesn't have any look and feel of a plant or cannabis itself. Now, the reason we are doing that is in order to deliver cannabis and treatment to the public without any negative aspects of cannabis on the public perception and trying eventually to deliver products which are easy to use, by far easier than the tinctures and the flowers. Now, There are several products which we are developing. Uh, So just as for headlines, we are talking about topical delivery of cannabis bans on an IP-protected drug delivery technology developed by a Swedish company named Lipidor. It's traded on Nasdaq First North. We are developing Femtech product, uh, which is an IUD, an intraterrene device targeting a certain women's health issue of medical unmet need and delivering cannabis by a consistent pill. So those three products are being developed based on the infrastructure that we built at Ashdod Israel, which caters for the nowadays market. In, in which of stage of uh, development you are in uh, these products? All are in feasibility studies and all are IP protected All our development is actually based on X early stage innovation pharma personnel. And that is the reason we develop all that in pharma level. Simultaneously, we try to harness that medical cannabis regulatory framework, which exists both in Israel and Europe, in order to deliver products in a by far faster route to the market compared to common pharma drug development, which is, as everybody knows, more or less 7 to 15 years and a billion dollars, usually. Nir, can you elaborate a little bit more about this product? What is the medical indication that it will be aimed at? Interesting thing about medical cannabis 
is that there are roughly 30 indications to which medical cannabis is already prescribed in Israel and Germany and roughly Europe. So once you develop a drug device combination, it aligns to those indications. So zooming in, I think that certain skin issues such as psoriasis, yet rheumatism too, the end result for topical treatment of cannabis. Now, some of you may have heard about using tinctures or cannabis oils in order to treat uh, certain skin issues, skin problems. It's out there in the literature, and then, uh, it's public domain data. Our uniqueness is that we are developing an IP-protected, intellectual property-protected treatment. Because as an innovative company, unless it is IP-protected, we better not develop that because someone else will uh, copy us. Obviously. So are you saying that you can, you're develop, developing the delivery method that can be used with several different uh, API combinations? No. Uh, the delivery method has already been developed by Lipidor. Uh, okay. There's uh, a Swedish pharma company. Yes. What we are developing is the combination between the delivery method and our medical cannabis based on indoor cultivation, processing at pharma level, combined. So we've got the raw material processed into um, tinctures and oils, and that is being now merged into a drug device combination technology which someone else has developed already. I understand. Uh, so the combination is IP protected, and the idea is eventually, assuming we succeed, to be able to treat skin issues and rheumatism with a product which is based on a material that the majority of the listeners of this podcast would think uh, has some treatment or curing capabilities. Nir, can you please elaborate a bit about uh, the rest of the products that you have? You said you mentioned three products. Yes, I'm trying to align to what we wrote on the fully 2019 financials. We are traded on Tel Aviv Stock Exchange. And mm-hmm. there is transparency over there. I doubt people actually read financials, but it's over there, all in Hebrew. We are developing... For global uh, listeners, if you can do. Okay, so the global listeners most likely don't read Hebrew. <laughs> and so they better just log on to our website or to our LinkedIn and they can see our decks and public domain data. Mm-hmm. All in English, of course. Assuming they do that, they will recognize we are developing a delivery by pill of medical cannabis, IP protected and standardized. And the reason for that is that we think eventually medical cannabis market is to be merged into the pharma world. We have no desire to compete with the big pharma in marketing. We can compete only in R&D. So we try to align ourselves to the already existing marketing chains that the big pharma has, and they more or less switch every physician in the Western world. Now, in order to be to collaborate with the big pharma, we have to align to the way they think. Now, we have met some of the big pharma and got some glimpse of what they are looking for. And we are aligning for that. They are looking for fully standardized 
consistent, safe, and stable products. That is the reason we are developing topical treatment, a standardized pill, and the IUD. Now, the IUD is targeting a brave new world of femtech. Now, I don't know about the listeners, but you guys are both female, so maybe you're aware of the fact that femtech has been neglected for years by the pharma industry for whatever reasons. We are trying to find a way to deliver cannabinoids to the female body in a standardized, low-release way in order to treat certain women's health issues. I will be happy to see it in the market. Do you have some prediction like when it will be? I think it's going to be slower than the topical Mm -hmm. treatment for obvious reasons, as we are actually talking about a transplant. It's pharma-based. The regulation is much stricter compared to the topical treatment. So I think it's going to be longer. Yet, assuming we deliver, I'm sure it's going to be very interesting for and very promising. I would roughly say the public usually when you, they when I meet people and they ask me questions about Kanashur, investors and colleagues always ask me about the unique aeroponic cultivation and the extraction packaging facility that we build. About 95% of our effort is into the nowadays market. Yet, big Israelis located in Israel our edge is in innovation and drug development. The Israeli edge is hardly ever at large-scale operations such as growing or manufacturing of any product. The Israeli edge is nearly always, if not always, development. So we have recruited, recruited um, a unique team of experts from the pharma industry and this team is actually supporting our VPR and D in developing those free products. It's pretty unique because they, it's not the main course. The, our route to market is in tinctures and flowers, yet we are heavily involved in developing products for 2022, 2025, and onwards, because I think that is the Israeli edge. I think you're right, and sounds very promising. Um, I have a question. I don't know if you can explain about it, but when you met the executive from the big pharma, did they told you like why they are not getting into the industry yet? What they're waiting for? Okay, they they've been by by far more polite than what I'm gonna say. Okay, <laughs> you know that some of them are Swiss, etc. They are by far more polite than Israelis. Pardon me for saying that. So they more or less looked at the current day flowers and tinctures as a very primitive way to treat patients. It's just not good enough for them. So my gut feel is that the big pharma is not going to be involved in products based on that or strains. They are just not there. They are looking for products which have the look and feel of pharma products. Now, when you are buying paracetamol, there are dozens of products, but eventually the same API in different formulations. That's the way they look at it. They see cannabis as APIs combined. It ain't romantic to them. They're looking at uh, that as a potential for products which are standardized. So maybe I should take that to another example. Go back to the 1940s, the invention of penicillin. Now, no one these days would ever dare to give a mold to, to a patient. Nowadays, penicillin is synthesized. 
and we all accept it as a, as a common fact. Yet it started with Dr. Fleming and his molds at a, on a small petri plate. So that is how they see it. Cannabis, I think that's, they see cannabis as small as, as primitive as the 1940s penicillin. Okay. I've heard similar um, observations from, uh, from the pharma companies. And, uh, and I'm sure that in the long run, we will be seeing actual pharma products. Until then, they obviously will not jump into the ballgame. I, I agree. That, that's more or less what it told me. We have met some of the, of the largest big pharma and, ex- and headquarters executives in those. And that is more or less what they told me. Now, they know what's happening in Israel and the Israel innovation. And I think the, the edge is not strains. I think that's a misconduct of uh, what the, where the market will go. It's not cannabis strains. And it's not either the tincture is black on, or whatever color it is. It's all about molecules. Now, when you refer to the entourage effect, you need to remember the entourage effect comes from various molecules. And uh, unless the industry goes to understanding of that and just continue saying there is an entourage effect, let's take, let's use whole plant extract, the big pharma companies just wouldn't be around. I believe you're right. For our listeners, would you like to explain uh, what are you looking for right now? Uh, like maybe uh, strategic partners? Okay, sure. We are fully financed. Mm-hmm. And Kanashu is backed by Solbar, the company which I'm the controlling shareholder at. Solbar is a $130 million a year company, profitable and, and not leveraged. So you may imagine Kanashu is not looking for any financial investment. Of course, everybody is more than welcome to buy our shares on the market, but it's not like we are looking for strategic invest, uh, sorry, financial investors. What we are looking for is strategic collaboration and pharma-oriented. Those are the things we are focusing on. We have already been approached by companies looking to duplicate our operations overseas. That may happen if we find the right partner, of course. Looking forward, we are looking for any partnership which would assist us in innovative pharma products, either in the go-to-market or in um, other ways of collaboration. Near everything sounds really promising. And we would like to thank you for joining us this morning. And for anyone wishing to uh, contact Neil, we will add your contact details in the text for this episode. Thank you. Thank you.